heard Nick. Just like the dinosaurs in Chief Palpatine, we cannot be killed. Um, I am always here. I'm one of your hosts, Ian, and with me as always is Jay. How you doing, Jay? Hey, everybody. How you doing today? It's good to see everybody. Ian, how are you? I am well. I am doing well. Uh, keeping incredibly busy. Um, good. Yeah, no, we, to, for those of you who don't know, we haven't really, um, we haven't had a show the last couple weeks, not for any nefarious reasons. No one's died, nothing, you know, none of that kind of stuff, but we've been, uh, doing a lot of really cool things. Um, you know, getting stuff ready to entertain some people while everyone's stuck at home. That's right. NRM Streamcast is, uh, doing a lot of things, a lot of cool things. You guys let this past weekend were, uh, the host of the, Detroit Music Awards, which yeah. was amazing. Got people like like Jeff Daniels, like local pe- celebrities, but also Sting was on there. Yeah. Sting presented awards with my yeah. buddy Takashi. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. No, it was fun. It was really cool. You know, um, because of everything going on, it kind of fell into our laps. And as someone who did freelance for production for so long, to be able to have the opportunity to produce the awards was really cool and work in conjunction with the DMA people and getting that moving. So it was a very cool experience. But uh, that, and then on Friday on the Geektainment.tv channel, we dropped uh, the first Twisted Tunes bite, which is uh, Who's On right. First with uh, Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche. Um, Otherwise uh, known as the voices of... Pinky and the Brain. There um, you go. Doing some really cool recording stuff tonight. Actually, um we're we're doing some stuff with uh, the voice of uh, Obi Wan himself. James Arnold Taylor will be doing some recording with us tonight for All some right. cool stuff. So awesome. that's quite exciting. But we got uh, some yeah. other got some other stuff in the works too that uh, yeah. we'll be working together on with the that that'll be coming up. It should be should be pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm excited. so excited. Yeah, actually, um, in regards to what you're mentioning, we're talking about a feature film that um, putting together. Uh, just had some really cool calls about that earlier. So we'll have some really awesome announcements for that coming up. We're doing a adaption of War of the Worlds. But uh, enough of that. On to oh. why we're all here. And that's the Star Wars. Woo! That's right. So, so um, uh, you know, we're under this quarantine. And obviously, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people have a lot more time to do a lot of things. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've been making sure that I catch up on uh, uh, the, the last season of... Uh, Clone Wars, which has oh, been yeah. pretty good, but uh, yeah, right now uh, it's a lot of lo- people are delving into a lot of content. That's for sure. And that leads us to that. Usually, we start the show with our cast and crew member of the week. We're going to try something new this week, and we're going to start with our Star Wars rant of the week. And this week's rant is really exciting for me personally um, because of something going on right now. But we're talking about the excitement of getting other people into Star Wars. Um, you know, it's it's you know, it's when you love something and, and you want to share that love of what you love with other people, it's really cool when they get into it. Um, you know, I talked to you about this a little bit the other day, but really, I'm super excited. Um, you know, um, my my buddy and his wife, their their daughter, uh, is starting to really get into Star Wars. Kira is her name, and it's just so much fun for me 
to watch her get into Star Wars. And when I come over, it's like, oh, Uncle Muffin. And she wants to see Star Wars movies, like Star Wars clips. And I showed her the uh, Forces of Destiny cartoons the other day. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, no, I, this is, I'm so excited because, like, it was funny. I'm like, I'm just going to spoil the crap out of your kids. And, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's it, – Well, you that's know, the way to do it. You know, a lot of people – I got a buddy of mine who's the same thing. He's uh, He's got kids that are – they're nine – five and two i think and uh you know they've seen the um different movies here and there but they've never seen them in order so he's going through especially with the nine-year-old um going through and uh showing them in order and uh you know experiencing that with with his kids and you know really you know in engulfing him into the uh into the culture you know what i mean by watching all of them straight through it it's kind of cool to be able to do that Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, you know, my cats aren't as ex- interested when I show them the Star Wars. They're more Marvel fans. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, to be able to show Kira like all the things I love about Star Wars is just so awesome. I remember, it was actually really cool on Facebook the other day. I got like one of those alerts of uh, old photos and stuff. And I actually, when she was really young, I gave her a blue meanie stuffed animal because I'm a giant Beatles fan. Um, <laughs> that that didn't stick with her so much. But the fact that she's getting uh. it is like she wants a lightsaber for her birthday. I'm like, well, I know what Uncle Muffins is getting Kira for her birthday. Birthday. That works out perfectly, absolutely. Oh, this makes me getting gifts for her so much easier now. Well, that's the same thing. I mean, it goes for quite a long time because that's my wife hasn't made anytime you know there's Christmas or my birthday or anything like that. All she has to do is get me Star Star Wars stuff, and I'm I'm happy. So oh, she's yeah. got it. She got it made with me. <laughs> I mean, so but that's a double edged sword. We've talked about this before because it gets to the point where you get all the Star Wars stuff you want, and then your your family just gets you anything Star Wars, and you end up with like seven of the same Pez dispensers, and it's like I don't even eat Pez, but. <laughs> No, my my uh, my wife definitely. She's more in tune of. Uh, she knows not to get me pets. She knows to get me the cool stuff like <laughs> helmets. Like she got me the Poe Dameron helmet and you know things like that. And she got me this uh, this cool interactive thing like you know Stormtrooper and stuff like that. You can it, it has an app on your phone. All this stuff. She gets oh, me the cool. like the, the, the cool stuff. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. No, I just the I just I feel like that's a huge like when. It's. I mean, I love Star Wars, but like, it's so much fun to like be able to talk to someone who's just getting into it, whether they are four or whether they are sixty, and just really being able to share what you love about it with them, and to see them get excited about it. That's really the cool thing is seeing them get so excited about it. Oh yeah, it's it's like you think to yourself, it's like. Yeah, exactly. Where have you been all this time? And then you want to be like, but did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? <laughs> oh, yeah. They, oh, they're, yeah. They're still on that lower level. They're like, no, wait, give me some time. And I'm like, no, you have no time. You have to go to this. You, have you to see must this light this. speed ahead, Captain. Um, freaking, uh, no, I know what you mean. Like, I, I went and was over at their house uh, not too long ago. I was trying to show, I was showing the Force of Destiny thing. And um, I was showing her who Ahsoka was. And she didn't know who Ahsoka was yet because she's only watched the movies. And and so gotcha. like I was trying to show her who Ahsoka was because like she's one of the most badass characters in Star Wars. Yeah, I'm digging but, uh, the uh, the Clone Wars stuff with her now too. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've seen the last episode. Oh, I have. I have. We are. Right. We don't have that on the rundown, but we'll have to talk that about that in the next week because we haven't talked yeah. about that since this came out. So we'll have oh, to talk absolutely. about that either next week or so. But I think next yeah, week's a good. good next week's probably good. I think isn't the finale this Friday, or is that next Friday? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. How many episodes were there supposed to be? Because I've uh, watched. I don't know. Is it ten? <laughs> I think so. Because if it's because if it's ten, then yeah, ten will be the finale. Yeah, it'll be the finale coming up. 
Yeah, no, then it's probably an apt time to talk about it next week. Actually, next week we're going to do something really exciting. We're going to do a Star Wars draft where we draft our attack teams. So that'll Yeah, be I'm excited. You, yeah, you gave me a call about this earlier, and I'm excited for this because I'm a big football fan. You know, me we too. have the draft coming up this Thursday coming up. Uh, yeah. Uh, something that I'm – it's strange that the way that it's happening now, you know, my wife's birthday is coming up Saturday, and the draft is always – uh, conflicting with her birthday, you know, what takes my attention away. So, uh, um, but this is that, yeah, you called me on this earlier and I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. It'll be fun to do a, a star Wars draft and uh, yeah. we'll have more information for it next week, obviously. So. Yeah. I mean, I can't take credit for that. It was Jess's idea, but he mentioned it. And I was like, that's a great idea. So, Good for you. Good for you, Jess. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped. I love that idea. So on to a news hope, um, on to a news hope. This is really exciting. Not really shocking by any means, whatever at all but they're already working on mando season three so yeah i, I think we <laughs> i think we already kind of when season one was over and they immediately um uh, approved season two even before that you know season one was done airing i think we kind of knew that we were going to be in for at least a few years of uh mando and uh i'm super excited for it yeah like mm-hmm. you said there um you know there's pre-production they've already been in pre-production for it um they're already been writing a third season f- quote unquote for a while from some sources and, yeah. and the art department already creating concepts since since last week so that that's pretty interesting that um because obviously the art department especially on a show like that needs a lot of time to build things uh, oh, to, yeah. to build the scenes and so um that that's 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 pretty cool that they, they're already starting on it they're they already have that much faith in it oh absolutely and the thing i find really interesting is um is essentially so when it comes to the secrecy of the show, I wonder if the fact that everyone's working remotely is going to have any effect on leaks or anything because they've done such a good job of keeping things under wrap, but now everyone's working remotely. Computers are very you know susceptible to hacking. Um, right. You know, stuff like that. I don't know. And then also my I mean, other question is most people don't realize the first season of Mando actually takes place over a decent chunk of time. Um, it's mm. not just a matter of a week. It's a couple months. Right. Um, so I'm curious for the season two, how far, if they are going to pick up right where it left off or it's going to jump forward a little bit. Um, or, you know what I mean? Like, is Baby Yoda still going to be Baby Yoda? Is it going to be kind of like a Groot thing? Right. He's like teenage Yoda, you know? Right, exactly. He's not, he's not the child anymore. He's the teenager or like. Yeah, you know? which I think will be a bad, I, I think. I think that'll be a bad choice if they try to already age him. I think if they try to, you know, go five years in the future or whatever, I think that'll be a bad idea because one of the things that, you know, is so, um, uh, I don't know if you want to say cute or whatever about him is that he is that baby Yoda doesn't talk, Right. you know, he doesn't talk. He can only emote with his, his puppet face, but it still works. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, that's what is making him so, you know, lovable to everybody. You said have him start talking right now. It's it's going to kind of take away from that cuteness factor, and I think it's going to. I think they need to keep him as as quote unquote cute as as long as possible. Right. Plus, the, I'm curious about the name. You know, they have a name for him. They've already said they have a name for him. Will we hear it in the first episode? I'm guessing if we do, it's at the end of the first episode, um, or maybe right. it's at the beginning. I don't know because they have to give him a name, and that's going to be a hugely. Right. I feel like that's going to be hugely divisive among Star Wars fans because that's just what we do. Oh here. yeah. Um, yeah, we've uh, talked about that before. Where yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter if the name is good or not. It's it's going to divide fans one way or the other. Because right. That's just how that's just how it goes. So uh, yeah, yeah, we know we know that's coming. It's just a matter of. Uh, how bad it'll be <laughs> right yeah so so this is interesting this is actually not on your rundown this literally popped up a minute before we went live um 
So it looks like um, Disney has brought on Russian Dolls' uh, Leslie Headland to develop a new Star Wars series for Disney+. Plus. That is one that is not announced yet. That is not the Obi-Wan or the Cassian Andor series. They're saying wow. it's going to be a female-centric-led series that takes place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline than other projects. Hmm. So well, that I was going to say maybe that this would be the Lando and Lando's daughter maybe. project, but if it's going to be in a different timeline. Yeah. Well, so I've, I've, I've heard interesting things. I've heard that they're developing a Lando show with Donald Glover, but that they're also developing a Lando movie with uh, Billy D. Williams and his daughter. Or not Billy huh. D. Williams' daughter, but the actress who played Lando's daughter. Right, right, right. right. Um, but actually doing a feature? That's the rumor. Of that story? Huh. That's, that's something we would talk about next on That's No Moon, That's a Rumor. But... Uh, Freaking so this is so on from Mandalore or from that announcement, which I think is really exciting, is we got um some casting stuff uh, last week actually. Uh Stellan Sarsgard or Skarsgard and Kyle yeah. Solar are joining the Cassian Andor series. Yeah, like, I love Stellan Sarsgard. Oh me I too. I love that he's such a good actor. In. Oh yeah. I, mean, I don't even, know um, even the weirder even the weirder stuff he's been in. He was in uh Man, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, Nymphomaniac. He was like in one of those movies. But yeah, uh, that movie is wild. He was, yeah, but he's so such a good actor and so believable in everything he does, man. I I really I really like his stuff. Oh, absolutely. Plus, he's like the head of like a whole army of scars guards. There's like, there's yeah. like seven <laughs> of them or something like yeah. that. There's like a whole freaking like there's like a murder of scars guards. Those, you know, are they, are they Swedish? Is that what it is? Those yeah, Swedish they're, they're some, Swedish or something. Some something with a lot of dots <laughs> over the letters. I was going to say, the A's should have dots over them, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't type this. I just shared it. Um, <laughs> not that I would get that right anyway. But uh, So that's really exciting. Stellan Sar- I don't know this. I don't know the other guy so much, um, but Stellan Skarsgård always adds some credibility to whatever he's popping on. I mean, the fact – him in Avengers was awesome. Oh, um, yeah. He was great. And he, he played such – and he played – it was really cool because he played – like two different characters in in the movies. He played his character, and then he played once he was you know taken over by the Loki Pokey Stick. You know, a totally different character, <laughs> which is really cool. Pokey like, Stick. <laughs> That's it. I like that. I like, I like that. I like that definition of it. That's funny. So this next thing, smoking gun, ha. Um, Star Wars editor details Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi attempt to consciously undo The Force Awakens. I freaking knew it. <laughs> yeah, I saw this come up with a run out. I'm like, oh boy, ah. here he goes. He's going to go off on this. Yes. So yeah, the editors, editors <laughs> Marianne uh, Brandon and Mary Jo Marksy, uh, they were doing a podcast called uh, Light Diffuse Podcast, and they were talking about, you know, they, they were the ones that uh, edited Rise uh, um force awakens and so they you know they were of course the discussion comes up about whether ryan johnson you know consciously decided to pretty much tear everything apart from the force awakens or not so yeah which uh, he did we have definitive answers from the editors um <laughs> that's they couldn't agree more it's very strange to have the second film so consciously undo the story of the first ha I know you're happy about that. I'm not happy about this. I'm angry about this because we shouldn't be having this discussion. The Last Jedi should have been the best Star Wars movie, and it wasn't because he deconstructed Star Wars, and that's not what you do in the eighth freaking chapter of a nine movie story. Well, I mean, and that's what you and you say that, and it's that's funny because uh, you know Daisy Ridley had said that when they made 
uh, Force Awakens, there was already drafts for eight and nine written. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they had an arc there. There were drafts for those already written, but then when Ryan Johnson, uh, when they gave him the job to do uh, uh, the next movie, uh, uh, they he completely rewrote the script. Yep. So there there was an arc there. And then when they gave Ryan Johnson that job, he's like, oh, no, we're going this I way. I freaking <laughs> knew it. Ah, I feel so vindicated. Ah, <laughs> I, I just well, like, ah. And it's funny because they, they said specifically, too, he didn't keep anything from the drafts for eight and nine. He said he, they didn't, he didn't keep one bit of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, you got to figure, does the blame really go on him or – Nope, I blame Kathleen Kennedy. I blame Kathleen Kennedy. That's what we say. Kathleen Kennedy, you know, they uh you know even Alan Horn, you know, they they gave him the the permission to do this, so Yeah, but at the same time he still proposed it and he did it and he got away with it. And now we have Luke Skywalker drinking blue milk out of the tit of an animal, basically. (laughs) That's what we got. Yeah. That's what we got, Jay. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. I know we've mm-hmm. we've been over this. I know your 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 feelings on it. Yeah, we're gonna launch a spinoff called "Let the Wookie Win" an anthology podcast, an unofficial anthology podcast, and I'm just gonna bitch about the last. Well, see, the Jedi. problem is, see, the problem is, is okay. That is very what Ryan Johnson did is actually it's pretty ballsy. It's pretty ballsy to go ahead Fuck and yeah. do a complete change. Um, but the problem is, and if any other situation, it might have been welcome. It might have been cool. That's awesome. But because we knew that these three movies were going to be wrapping up this 40-year saga, I think that's why we have such a problem with it. Uh-huh. If, you know, if it had been any other story in the middle of it and you change things up, that that that's almost looked at uh you know uh that's almost respected because you're right. changing things up you're mixing it up yeah if but they the had done that is, in the force awakens right we needed an end to this 40-year saga and that's not the spot to do it yep yep so uh, yep there we have that i feel very vindicated <laughs> um I know. so on to this next thing which it would have been the most horrendous thing ever uh probably since attack of the clones um <laughs> they almost killed off Babu Frick. They were really yeah. close to filming, killing off Babu Frick, and apparently they did a screening. And the rumor is, is that they showed it for Steven Spielberg, and Steven Spielberg goes, "What happened to Babu? Like, what happened to Babu Frick?" So you have Steven Spielberg yeah. going, "What? Where is this guy? We love this guy." Well, yeah, it turns out, yeah, because K- Kajimi was destroyed by the Star Destroyer, and they didn't necessarily show Babu Frick's being killed, but. In the original, you know, in the original cut, he was still on the planet. So, uh, yeah, but Spielberg, he loved it so much. And it's smart on his part because he knows those characters that can really connect to, to the fans. Yep. And he said, yeah, we should, you know, you should totally let him live. So they actually, ILM had to, to shoot a bunch of different footage yeah. and of, of Baba Fricks and splice him into the, to his spot so that he was still so that he was still alive. So that he was on the ship with uh, right. Carrie Russell's character. You, you so, can't kill yeah, off Babu so Frick. That'd be like if they killed off Wicket. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, that's that's pretty close, I guess. I mean, he yeah, hasn't been pretty... around for as long as Wicket, but like Babu Right, Frick, but man. you're saying if they would have killed off Wicket in Return of the Jedi, the, the movie that he was introduced in. Right. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a pretty close comparison, but I still think that it would have been a little bit more. It would have been a little bit more shocking killing off Wicked than Babu Frick. Oh, I agree. I, I agree completely. But still, I was trying to find like a comparison there. Apparently, oh, Babu no, Frick was actually influenced by Ernest Borgnine and Joe Pesci, which I think is really funny. <laughs> makes sense to me now that I, now that you say that. It totally makes right? sense. Right? I could totally, especially the Joe Pesci part. I really see the Joe Pesci in it all. Yeah, their voices at the same octave, I think. Yeah. Right. So um, <laughs> this next bit of info is actually really interesting because we we've had a lot of like different rumors about this series since it started. Um, that the Rogue One prequel show actually had six weeks of pre-production before the pre-production was shut down. Yeah, it was supposed to actually start up in June, so that makes sense that that pre-production would have been going on because everything shut down right about the uh, right mid-March um, is when everything Hollywood-wise shut down. I know I was. Uh, I had just auditioned for a new TV show, and uh, two days later, the whole thing shut down. So, yeah. Um, yeah so they, they, you know, it makes sense that they had a bunch of pre-production done, you know, six weeks worth, because um, they were they were supposed to start in June. So they they would have been, you know, that's right about on schedule. Right. Yep. And uh, so this next thing up is we got some dates moving around. It looks like Cassie and Andor is um, scheduled for 2021, while Obi Wan is scheduled for 2022. Yeah, so. everything obviously has been moving uh, because of this coronavirus. You know, um, not only are they not wanting to release movies because people aren't going to the, to the theaters, but some of these things, especially with that have a lot of uh, CGI and things like that, they're not even finished because people can't work right now. So, right. yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stuff is moving. And then, uh, but yeah, there was a French Disney um, presentation uh, in France about uh, you know what the French presentation the, you know, the, in France. You say. Yeah, exactly. And I, as soon as I said it, I knew it. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, I have been drinking some beer already. My wife's giving me two very high uh, high octane beers. So, um, but yeah, so everything's moving. So they 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 scheduled uh, 2021 for Rogue One, Obi uh, Wan for 2022, but also the Marvel ones that are getting ready: uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She Hulk. They're all. Oh gonna be my god, I'm so excited! Well. I love Moon. I mean, I love all those characters, but Moon Knight in particular has always been a favorite of mine. I'm really excited to see how they do She-Hulk because in the comics, it's easy to do. You can make this giant jacked girl and make, you know, in real life, it's a little bit more difficult. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm very interested. So on to that's no moon. That's a rumor. Woohoo. There you go. Right. I haven't messed it up once in the last handful of episodes. Knock on wood. Um, So this is really interesting. Uh, Fan online has a theory um, that, there will in fact be a new trilogy. Um, I mean, I don't think that's that far fetched to really think, um, especially because before all this coronavirus stuff got locked down, we had un- uh, we had previously announced new dates for Star Wars, which were December sixteenth, twenty twenty two, December twentieth, twenty twenty four, and December eighteenth, twenty twenty six, which sounds a lot to me like a trilogy. Right. Um, and plus, there's no explanation as to what those things are, because, <laughs> you know, they're just giving us dates. I mean, we still have no idea what they're going to be. We have, you know, obviously, Kevin Feige is supposed to be doing his Star Wars thing. Uh, Ryan Johnson is still supposed to be doing his thing. And now we just got the announcement earlier that there's going to be a, a, a series, a new series as well. It's like, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of content to be made here. I know. And I just want them to take their time. Honestly, I think... If you look at what Marvel does and how they take their time and nothing is bigger than the plan, that's what Star Wars needs. 
They need right. a Filoni. They need a Favreau to go, you guys, this is the plan. We do not deviate from this plan. Doesn't matter who well, or what. Right. And then this this person's theory has a lot to do with, too, that they, they think that these trilogies are still – we're still going to see Luke and Leia in these trilogies. Right. And their theory is because, in, you know, in the EU, uh, all the Force Ghosts had certain limitations, but the EU is not canon anymore. So right. they could come back as Force Ghosts. Uh, I don't think they're going to though. I think they're. I think uh, I Mark Hamill's done yeah. with it, and I think it would be too hard to to try to CG Carrie Fisher too much. I think right. it would be too much. So I, I I don't necessarily agree with it. Obviously, there's going to be another trilogy. There's going to be another. There's going to be movies for the next twenty five years. Oh, without you question. know, we're not we're not. But I just don't think it's going to involve anything with Luke and Leia. Yeah, I don't either. If anything, maybe maybe younger Luke and Leia. Maybe. Um, yeah, but they'd have to do them both separate because they didn't meet until they were teenagers, you know. Well, but they could show stories in between the you know Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, that's true. Um, so on to this next thing, we're doing a new segment called ABC Three P Know Your Star Wars, and this week's letter is the letter A. So for letter A, we of course picked everyone's favorite aquatic admiral, uh, <laughs> Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> Admiral he's a Moan Calamari. Yeah, he's he is from Moan Calamari. He is Moan Calamari. He's from the planet Moan Cal, Mokala. Um, Which is funny because you know when obviously they were coming up with the names for all the you know all the characters and things like that. It's like, oh, he looks like a fish, so therefore something <laughs> fish related. Calamari. Calamari. Oh, I love that's, Calamari. Well, that's and I gotta say his first name, which I just learned earlier today, is probably up there with my favorites, like Sheev. Um, yeah. <laughs> Freaking, um, like, frick, his name's Guile, which I think is awesome. Yeah, um, it's a but, weird, it's, yeah, I, I had never heard that. Yep, yeah, I didn't either. He was always just Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, well, and then he, and he got Akbar killed freaking off screen in The Last Jedi. Yeah, he, he, so he led the second attack on the Death Star. He's that high ranking of a general, and, uh, and then. He was that important to fans all over the place. I mean, he was a great character. He had a great look. Mm -hmm. uh, his action figure was awesome. He has a perfect look for a Star Wars character. And then, yeah, he gets killed off screen yep. in, the, uh, in the last show. It's just like, you got to be kidding me, man. This is one of the – like, I can understand if you kill Nyan Num off, off screen, right. even though I love Nyan Num. I think but, a lot of Star Wars fans would have been just as up in arms about that as if they did with, what they did with this. Yeah, I think I think Akbar, I think Akbar is a little bit ranks a little bit above him. Oh, oh no, I mean without question, good. without question. But at the same time, you know. Well, but, like you said, though, no matter what, when we find out the name of Baby Yoda, you know, it's a vibe half the <laughs> so half the people true. like it, half of it won't. That's very true. But yeah, so Admiral Akbar, uh, he was let's see, he served uh, for sixty years, which I think is really cool. Uh, his command ship's called Home One, which I did not know, which I think is quite cool. Um, he was in the Battle of Jakku, um, which I think is pretty awesome. Which is something I'd love to see eventually shown outside of just Battlefront Two. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no. So I mean, Admiral Akbar. It was really cool. Uh, the, his first appearance, he was actually a puppet. That was a. Right. It was a total puppet character which i think is really cool um, yeah it was only torso up yeah so uh yeah that's a little interesting look into to guile admiral guile akbar next week will be the letter b and i'm not sure who it is yet 
It's definitely not going to be Babu Frick, though. I promise you. I promise. As much as we oh, all love Babu I mean, Frick. And it can't be Boba Fett. That's too easy. No, that's way too easy. Plus, he's an overrated character anyway. In fact, that'll be oh, my rant. that'll be my rant next week. Why Boba Fett is overrated. Um, I'm gonna blank out this camera here because I don't agree with that. <laughs> but uh, so sure. we have we have reached the end of the episode, and uh, you know well, it was Ian, great. It was good seeing you. Yeah, great being back you know, on the saddle. Yeah, you know, just a personal note out to everybody, man. This whole thing is hard on all of us, but uh, stay strong, stay indoors, stay healthy, and uh, you know, before too long, we'll all be partying together. Yeah, and don't kick any babies. Uh, I would say, even after this is over, don't. No, yeah, don't do babies. that. Period. That wasn't like a during the COVID outbreak. Oh, okay. Don't kick any babies. That was in general. <laughs> Don't kick any babies. That that's not a, okay. that's not a coronavirus specific thing. That's just a bad thing not to do in general. That's just your general PSA for the. Yeah, week. that's yeah. The more okay. the more you know, don't kick babies. Doom, so, doom, doom, doom. so that brings us to the end of this week's episode. And uh, as always, I am Ian. I am Jay. Take it. Yes, thank you for tuning in. May the force be with you. <laughs>